Hello, everybody, and welcome to this special audio-only edition of the Tukey's Take Podcast, a bonus show, because I am back from Finland, and a lot of people have been asking me, like, hey, how'd everything go? Talk about it. And so, I will. That is what this entire bonus show is going to be. I am recording this on June 23rd, the next day, Friday, June 24th, Endo and I will be back to talk all about the hockey that I have not really had an outlet to talk about, aside from Twitter and Discord, for the past week and a half, if not a little bit more. So we're certainly going to be trying to get back into the groove here with the podcast, the YouTube uploads, the streams. It's it's very, very bizarre. So that is what this is going to be. If that interests you, then hey, cool, whatever. Let's let's do my little... You Like, you remember, like, Christmas Vacation and movies like that where there was always the stereotype of, oh, the in-laws are coming over and they brought their fucking slideshow of their trip to the Caribbean. Like, I feel like that's what this is, just for the new age. I have a podcast talking about a trip. <laughs> if you find it exciting, congratulations. I uh, will mention right at the start, of course, as well, before we get into it, shout out to our friends at Manscaped. That is manscaped.com. You can use code Tugi at checkout. For 20% off your order and free worldwide shipping, head to toe. Manscaped's got you covered. Get the best tools for the job. It's honestly the perfect platform when it comes to anything male grooming related. They got you covered. Code Tookie at checkout, and I thank you for that. So, first and foremost, uh, as I've realized, a lot of people don't still really realize why I went to Finland. And, I mean, it's something that I advertise, but apparently I don't advertise enough. And that is that myself and a good friend, uh, one of my <laughs> best friends, really, especially I think it's easier to say that now that we've been able to hang out in person. Uh, but Mr. Sin for the Win, Sin for the Win Productions on YouTube, of course, he's the co-host or one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Uh, he and I, for over the past three years now, have been doing esports commentary with a Finnish slash Swedish site formerly known as NHL Gamer, now known as Sports Gamer. The website is sportsgamer.gg. It is sportsgamer.gg on Twitch as well for all of the live streams. We have been doing the NHL-based esports coverage for them and the commentary since 2019. And because of the pandemic, these plans got pushed off until this year, but we were finally given the opportunity to go over to Finland and be able to do the commentary live in person for their championship final. Uh, long time coming, ridiculous opportunity to begin with, but that is why we went over there. And if you ever see me advertise Sports Gamer, that is why. I mean, again, we've been working with them for quite a few years now. So this journey for me started on June 14th, actually even if even then a little bit earlier. Um, you know, left uh, left my house with, with Girlfriend24, went to my parents a couple hours away because they served as kind of the perfect in-between between my house and Boston, which was my first stop. So early Tuesday morning, the 14th, I get to hop on a bus which was interesting, <laughs> but I ended up taking a bus from the mid-coast to Maine all the way down to Boston. That was that was a time that was just a long... Uh, like, when's the last time? Like, I'm not even talking, like, more like a, like a Greyhound-style bus. I mean, if you're in a bigger city, you've been on a bus more often, but when's the last time you were on a bus for, like, two, three hours? That's how I started off my day on that day, knowing that I hadn't flown on an airplane since 2019. So that's uh that was that was fun to just kind of have that that build up and anxiety. Now I've talked about my struggles with the uh, anxiety, depression and stuff like that before. Uh and I definitely do get flight anxiety. So like the night before, I slept like garbage and leading up to this day, like I started off my day with the most obnoxious freaking iced latte you can get from Dunkin' Donuts. I'm like, I need some caffeine in my system. I got to get amped. I got to get ready to go. And then, yeah, just by the time, you know, you get to Boston. My first time ever actually at Logan Airport. I had only ever flown uh, in 2019. And it was a trip from Portland, Maine to Chicago at O'Hare Airport. We'll talk about them a little bit later on. And then off to uh, Vancouver. 
and obviously the way back as well at those same airports. Those are the only other times I'd ever flown. Um, unlike Sin, who did grow up in a, in a family that were able to kind of take, you know, different trips to like Disneyland or stuff like that, or if you grew up in a family that essentially had the money to be like, oh, hey, we're going to take a family vacation down to the, to the freaking Bahamas. Uh, yeah, no, man, I grew up in a lower middle class family. We didn't have the money to take flights and big vacations. So my first time on a plane in years getting back into it, yeah, I'm at Logan Airport go to get on the damn plane after getting through security. Logan Airport was great just in terms of like, okay, get through security, get through whatever, no problem there. Get in line. <laughs> oh, we have a smaller plane, so we're going to have to take a bunch of people's luggage, mine included. We'll get it to where you're going, but you can't bring it on the plane. Sure, with the exception of I forgot I put snacks in my carry-on luggage. I had a backpack with me as well. The snack of choice, Popcorners, which former co-host of this podcast, uh, Deej, introduced me to, which, um, yeah, they're fucking delicious. Um, they did eventually arrive in Helsinki, uh, crushed for the most part. Sin finally got to try them, though. He thought they were delicious, too, so we'll see if I turn Sin into a fat guy uh, <laughs> along with me, because, indeed, Popcorners are fucking delicious. I haven't gotten to try Sweet Chili yet. The number one flavor so far, Spicy Queso. And then the uh, the white cheddar. But definitely try spicy queso popcorners. Holy God. Those are incredible. Just discovered those in the past couple of months after I actually took my uh, road trip in April. Throughout the uh, the great American South all the way to Tennessee. So what has Tennessee ever done for me? Well, I discovered spicy queso popcorners. <laughs> so they did pretty well. But yeah, I don't get to bring my bag on the first plane. And I'm like, all right, this is this is an interesting little start. The flight itself was okay, right? The flight itself was okay. No no big deal. Now, this initial flight from Boston was only over to New York, which is less than an hour. So I'm like, this is perfect. I get a warm-up flight, no problem. But I still wasn't feeling as super confident as I wanted. When I flew to Vancouver, again, I went from Portland, Maine to Chicago. When I landed in Chicago, it's like I was floating through a hair airport. I was so happy. I'm like, I'm alive. This is great. <laughs> And in the build-up to this trip, like I said, a lot of flight anxiety. So I spent a lot of time on YouTube watching, like, pilot interviews where they just talk about it. And it, it is true. It is the safest, you know, mode of transportation in terms of flying. And really, once you're up there, it's like you're just more bored than anything, especially on an eight- or nine-hour flight, as we'll talk about. But, man, that first flight, I felt like I lost, like, 20 pounds in water weight through my hands alone. My palms were so goddamn sweaty. And, you know, I have a Fitbit, and it, me it tracks, it measures what it calls zone minutes. Now, you can be in a fat-burning zone or in a cardio zone, depending on your heart rate. Uh, for that first flight that was less than an hour, 50 zone minutes. So, for <laughs> For the, basically the entirety of that flight, I'm at a point where I'm at least, you know, my heart's going so fast that I'm either in fat-burning mode or outright cardio. And I put up the image on Twitter uh, on June 14th where you can literally see two peaks, one where I take off and one where the plane lands. It's, it was hilarious, but that was all well and good. We get to New York, no problem, get to our next gate. For the eight to eight and a half hour flight to Helsinki, which, thank God it was on a bigger plane. That first plane, by the way, I don't know, man. The smaller the plane, the more sketched out I am. I feel like for some people, the bigger the plane, the more sketched out they are. That first plane from Boston to New York, it was literally two seats on each side. That's it. Like, no middle row, no nothing. You have two seats, aisle, two seats, that's it. Like, it's fucking sketchy. Thankfully, um... Fin Air, they, you know, they they go with a bigger fleet. You know, they go with the Airbus 330 or some shit. Um, but two, four, and two, I ended up in the middle section, all well and good, because the person to my left didn't show up, so I had a bit more leg room and stuff like that. But this was an overnight flight. Shout out to uh, Fin Air's uh, food accommodations, by the way. They serve pretty decent chicken. They gave me a Kit Kat bar on the way over. That was pretty dope. But I made the mistake of like, oh, it's an overnight flight, right? I leave 
uh, around 7 o'clock Eastern. I'll get to Helsinki at 10 a.m. local time. Let me try to sleep. And I got less than an hour's worth of sleep. The problem for me when I try to sleep is I end up getting super achy joints in my knees and my elbows. And being stuck on a plane when that happens, miserable. So the flight itself was rough for that reason, on top of the fact that the in-flight entertainment system was down. They couldn't get it to boot properly. So you had nothing to watch if you didn't bring anything. You couldn't get access to Wi-Fi. Thankfully, I had stuff on my phone you know, stuff downloaded on Netflix podcasts. I had my Nintendo Switch with me. Like, I was a book, for God's sakes. Like, I was I was fully prepared, but uh, the poor guy, a little bit, uh, you know, I said there was one seat next to me that was empty. The seat after that, there was a dude who had nothing. He just sat there for eight hours. I thought he was going, I thought I could see his brain just seeping out of his ear from the pure boredom. Get to Helsinki on the 15th. This is my first time in Europe. First time ever making a, a you know a flight across the Atlantic. What a feeling it was to land in Helsinki of like, oh thank God this is over. <laughs> like I'm here for about a week now. I'm good to go. And like, man, the first thing. Shout out, shout out to Helsinki Customs, by the way. Like I got through no problem. Uh, I guess Sin, because he showed up a little bit after me, and at the time recording is still there. Like, he showed up uh, before me, I mean, and stayed after I had left. Uh, he got asked a few more questions. Like, I, I spent 30 seconds talking to this customs agent about, hey, what are you doing here? Oh, cool. Yeah, have fun. Like, quick and easy. And then immediately, man, immediately, you notice Helsinki Airport. And it's just the idea of... So I went down to the metro, and... I didn't realize, like, I had done some research. I didn't realize just how fucking on point transportation is in Helsinki. Whether, and I got to experience this within the first hour of being there. The metro system, yes, it takes a little bit to get used to, but in terms of like getting tickets or whatever, quick and easy, no problem. Just in terms of navigating, for the most part, pretty easy. You learn pretty early on in Helsinki that, uh, or at least in Finland in general, uh, you know they have the Finnish name for something and the Swedish name for something. <laughs> so that that caused some confusion at the start. But the metro, the trains are on point. The metro's on point. The city buses, it's all set up so goddamn well. And there aren't too many cities in the U.S., if any, that are even close. To being on the same level. It's just an entirely different world. In that regard. But I will say. Getting to Helsinki. I discovered my my first uh, two issues. Within the first hour or so of getting there. My cards. Would not work. I have a Visa debit card from my bank. And I have a Discover credit card. Neither worked. Pre-approved them with my trip. They knew I was going to Finland. That's fine. For whatever reason, bank card wouldn't work. And the Discover, who on their website are like, oh yeah, there's there's high vendor usage of Discover cards in Finland. You'll be fine. There is not a single person who would like ever heard of a Discover card. <laughs> so it might be the official card of the NHL, but holy hell, if it wasn't for Sin, I would have been screwed. Uh, because we were able to work out an arrangement where he would just pay for us both, and then I immediately pay him back through PayPal. If it wasn't for Sin and I was traveling alone, I would have been fucked. So Sin was the my my hero, my angel on this trip and like right off the right off the bat like I'm taking these gigantic escalators down to the metro, see the man, big old hug and embrace. It was very romantic. Um just just this trip alone, right? Like I I've gotten some interesting experiences and opportunities, right, through YouTube, through Twitch, through this commentary stuff, but man, like this is the first time Sin and I get to meet in person. He lives in California, I live in Maine. Opposite sides of the U.S. And the first time we ever get to meet is in fucking Finland. And it was so cool, man. Like, it's so appreciative for the opportunity. And it's going to be fun when Sin's back and we can get him back on the pod. Um, granted, we're very close to the end of the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, theoretically, the Finals might be done before he even gets back. But it'll be cool because once the Finals are done, we're going to go to one episode a week throughout the summer. Um, you know, we might wait uh, you know, it'll depend if we do two a week based off of the amount of news leading up to the draft. But certainly, you know, once we're a week past from free agency, we'll move on to that point, you know. 
but it'll be nice to kind of get him on the show. But for the most part, I just remember being so overwhelmed initially. Like, you have the instance of, like, oh, my God, I'm here type of thing. And then it's, okay, we catch the train, and then we go down to the metro, and then we catch a bus, and it's just like, okay, get to the Airbnb. And it's just just very surreal. And, you know, we were brought to the square that Sports Gamer and uh, ST Hockey, the street hockey company that um, was putting on the event alongside Sports Gamer that we were there to, to do coverage for, you know, we got to, like, I didn't even realize, like, oh, this is where it's going to be. Like, I was told that, but it was just such a blur. Get to this Airbnb, sweet place. There was a bus stop literally right outside, which came in handy big time down the road. Um, but, yeah, it's like, you know, Sin and I, we get to this Airbnb, and it's like, all right, cool, let's go explore. And literally, like, right up the hill from where we were, of all things, was this incredible place uh, that served Chinese food. <laughs> And that's kind of my biggest takeaway from this trip is a lot of people were asking me, like, oh, what type of food did you try? Um, you know, what did you, you know, did, did you try this or this traditional Finnish dish, dish and this and this? And it's like, from my experience, at least in Helsinki, there weren't many places, if ever, that I even had the opportunity to have a, quote, traditional Finnish dish, um, you know, they're uh, anything else, Chinese, Japanese, Taiwanese, uh, Mexican, like whatever, like it was like every other city in the U S where it's like, you have all the options in the world. And I didn't really see, at least in the big city, uh, whether it be Helsinki or Espo, I didn't really see the idea of like, Oh, it's a, it's an American style diner where we have meatloaf and mashed potatoes. And it's like, I didn't really see the Finns do that. I mean, so much of their diet, like, you know, there were a lot of soup options, but it's like a big part of their diet in a traditional sense is like bread and meatballs and certain pastries and stuff like that, where it's just not the type of stuff that you'd normally think of. So, you know, we went to this Chinese place a couple of times. It was probably the best I've ever had. They had this... um the sweet and sour chicken that was just to die for. <laughs> so that was fantastic. I'll get into some of the other places that we had uh, eaten over the days. But yeah, that first day, like we, it's like we landed, I had time to kind of catnap, and then we just went exploring, man. Um, we were on uh, what's technically an island within Helsinki called Lautasari, and just reminded me so much of home, so much of Maine, just the ability to walk around the waters right there. Fucking gorgeous. Like if you paid attention to Sin and I on Twitter or Instagram, um, you know, the the oral picture or Sin posing next to graffiti that said Toy Boy, uh, that was that first day. Um, and just immediately it's like, yeah, this place is, this place is cool as fuck, you know? <laughs> and really it was. But... I, uh, yeah, after that, like, we went back to our Airbnb, I was able to stay up for a little bit longer, and then I crashed at, like, 6 p.m., 7 p.m. local time, I went to bed, and I slept for 12 hours, <laughs> completely slept off any jet lag, which was fucking awesome, because we were able to wake up early the next day, and again, just go explore, like, we tried to find this this restaurant that we or this cafe that we just couldn't find for breakfast so we're just walking around Helsinki and eventually settled on uh on this little cafe and it was that was when i really discovered like oh i'm i'm fucked in terms of my cards and then phone wise as well this entire trip i was also screwed i when i was going to vancouver in 2019 i had just been put in a position where it's like, okay, I need to get a new phone. Did I want to worry about T-Mobile or AT&T or anything like that? Not really. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll go to Walmart and I'll get a track phone phone because like whatever track phone, if, if for those who don't know, it's just like it, it was and I think still is for in some sense like a, it, it used to be big in terms of like, oh, yeah, prepay for your minutes type of thing. But at this point, it's literally just like, oh, yeah, whatever. It's it's just like any other service except it's not. <laughs> So I've had that, I've had an iPhone through them for the past three years, 
And if you've paid attention to, like, conversations I've had on Twitch about upgrading my computer or stuff like that, I'm terrible at upgrading stuff until it breaks. So I didn't upgrade my phone. I checked with them. I should have been good. I wasn't. And then I tried to buy a SIM card in Finland that should have worked, no problem. Not compatible, because track phones suck. So I'll be finally biting the bullet and switching to AT&T or T-Mobile or whatever the hell, whoever the hell wants to give me the best damn offer. So, yeah, seriously, if it wasn't for Sin constantly providing a Wi-Fi hotspot, like, I, again, would have been completely screwed. But, yeah, the 16th, that Thursday, like, we were just able to walk around Lautasari. It was awesome. Uh, we were uh, able to experience a Finnish supermarket, which was really interesting because, again, that's when we really discovered that my card situation was fucked. Um, not only that, here in the States, at least where I live, uh, you have like a scale built in, whether at uh, a register with a cashier or a self-checkout register, that'll weigh whatever item you need to have weighed. So Sin and I, we grabbed a thing of bananas forgot to weigh it because we didn't know and the girl working the counter's like oh you gotta go weigh these so i'm sitting there standing at the register waiting for sin to figure out how to weigh these bananas while this line is building up behind us i am embarrassed as all hell that was probably my one of my least favorite moment in finland not my least favorite moment of the trip we'll get to that but yeah that was uh <laughs> what's awful to just stand there and see these stoic Finnish faces looking at me like what is this fucking idiot doing we eventually got out of there thank god um got to go over to Espo that same day we had a super busy day on the 16th got to go over to Espo got to visit the sports gamer slash ST hockey office which was pretty damn cool we go back into Helsinki and end up down by the, um, essentially like the Finnish Football Association's offices, which it's, it's this huge sports complex. There's an outside, like, practice field. There's a big soccer stadium. There's the arena where HIFK play their uh, hockey games. And then up on the hill, they have Olympic Stadium and this fucking, like, observation tower next to it that... I'm a nerd, and I saw in The Amazing Race once upon a time. Very fucking surreal to be there. Got to go into the uh, association's, like, headquarters there and kind of take a look around. That was pretty damn cool. Um, And I made a joke. Like, people know, like, I play a lot of FIFA. I'm a football fan, soccer fan. I made a joke about, um, I believe he's still the captain of the team, but uh, the striker for Norwich City, Temu Puki, I made a joke about, like, oh, is he here? And someone's like, he was half an hour ago. I was half an hour away from getting a selfie with Temu Puki. Would have made the trip complete. Like, holy shit. I, I'm so mad that didn't happen. But So we went from the arena. And then Sin and I both got to experience. It was casual, almost pickup in a sense. But we got to experience floorball. This was fucking dope. It's it's floor hockey. For anybody who doesn't know, you use these like carbon fiber with plastic, hard plastic blades, stick blades. It was fucking awesome, man. D- dude, that day, which was uh, the 16th, I mean, I by the end of playing hockey, I had already burned like 5,000 calories on the day. It was fucking ridiculous, man, but it was so much fun. Took a little bit to get used to in terms of, like, the stick blade and stuff like that. But the idea is constantly four-on-four four with two people on the bench. You rotate out. First person off the bench goes in goal, and you just constantly rotate throughout. So everyone kind of played everything. It was a blast, man. And one of those things where I wish I had the ability to do that three or four times a week because I would be in shape. Like, legitimately, like one of those moments where it's like, I don't know if I ever would move to Finland, but man, if I would, I would take advantage of that. So much fun. Um, Sin and I both scored. I picked up two assists as well. So uh, we had we had pretty good games, a pretty good debut for the Americans who uh, were trying to figure out. But Sin and I ended up on opposite teams too, so that was pretty fun. Whenever I was on the bench and he was on the floor, just constantly chirping. <laughs> that was... Perhaps my favorite moment, or at least one of my 
one of my favorite moments. Like an hour and a half of just getting to play floorball like that was a fucking blast, man. And I'm so glad I had the opportunity uh, to do that. Like I took screenshots of, you know, just like the Fitbit numbers. And it's like, man, seriously, if I could do that, like, you know, like there's just something. And it's funny because I was talking to um, Kenu, who runs Sports Gamer. And, you know, if you've ever paid attention on, on Twitter or on Sports Gamer's Twitch, you'll know that he's there. Um, you know, he's the one that, that brought us to these games. And, you know, he had kind of mentioned this, and I, I agree. Like, if you're just working out in the gym in terms of cardio, like running on a treadmill or whatever, or even running, like, it's not bad. But the idea of playing a sport for your cardio, so much better, so much easier to just stay focused because it doesn't even feel like a workout. It just feels like you're playing a game. So that was uh, that was a blast. We got to uh, go to this big-ass mall as well that day. The 16th, man, was a busy fucking day. Uh, we got to experience this place called Friends and Burger. Made a delicious burger, by the way. Goddamn. Finns eat well. You guys really do some good stuff over there. It might not be what some people think it is. Like, it's all fish and potatoes. No. Fucking Finns know how to make a damn good burger <laughs> for a chain. Um, then we got to travel the road a little bit. I got to uh, see in person what is the now former Hartwall Arena. Um, also got to see, like I said, where HIFK plays, where Jokerit plays. So that was pretty cool. And maybe eventually if I get to go back someday, particularly in the winter, I'll get to see games at those particular arenas. But yeah, Hartwell Arena is just kind of sitting there right now, but it's massive. Super, super, super cool that I, uh, that I got to see that. So the 16th was a super long day, but potentially my favorite day that we were there. It was like a 12-mile walking type of day. It was a fun time. Then we get to the Friday, and the Friday as well was pretty sweet. I believe it was raining that day. Um, so we didn't get to explore as much. I had brought my Nintendo Switch. Sin and I were playing freaking Switch sports, just bowling and playing volleyball like madmen. Uh, but then, and actually, no, it wasn't the Friday that it was raining. We just started off our day that way. Then we got to go over uh, to the venue for the first time outside of uh, Compi Station. There's a little square there, and we got to see the setup for the very first time. Uh, which, for those of you that paid attention on social media, you would have gotten to see it. So again, we're in this gigantic square, and we end up with this, honestly, just crazy, crazy setup. So not only do you have our sports gamers set up, but like I said, the street hockey tournament was going on as well. So you have like these inflatable boards for two different rinks. And then next to that was essentially an event truck that sports gamer rented so it was literally like you think of like a shipping truck except the the side of it folds down onto like a stage it turns like into a stage this truck had like a production booth plenty of space to be able to set up where the players would actually play and then a staircase to go upstairs that was our observation slash you know nest for sin and i to be able to do commentary work just awesome like just awesome how just the, the look of this place and just the general feeling in this square cool as all hell man that friday as well we also uh mentioned um you know like japanese food options we went to this place called hoku that was right in the mall like i say we're in this square and i mentioned compi station like dude it's a bus stop it's a metro station it's a five-story mall all built into one. We go to the fifth floor, sweet Japanese place called Hoku, where I got this um, this this chicken, which was essentially fancy fried chicken. Best chicken I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Absolutely love that place. And it was at this point where it was really starting to come together that Friday that, like, oh, my God, like, yeah, we're, we're about to... We're about to do this, right? Like, we're about to finally broadcast in person. Like, Sin and I have been waiting for this for years, and for it to have finally been there was awesome. And, of course, in Helsinki, it's – or Finland in general, you know, even southern Finland. Obviously, the northern, you get the, the difference with the lighting and everything. But 
you know, five hours of quote unquote darkness, which really it's not even that dark. Like if you live on the East Coast US, think about how dark it gets at like eight thirty PM in the summer. That's about as dark as it would get over there. So, you know, we had sunlight up until I mean, God, like seriously, even at midnight it wasn't even that dark out. It was just it was crazy and you know, the Friday, you know, it's a best of seven series. We did the first two games, our two-time defending champions and H-Reds um, end up winning the first two games, and we had actually established something called the H-Reds rule. Uh, in a sense, it was kind of joked about where we didn't want to do the first three games because if H-Reds were up three to nothing, then we'd only have one game for day two. And H-Reds win those first two games, and it's funny because these particular broadcasts, they were the... Part of the trip that had the most sense of normalcy, right? Like this is what I this is what I do. This is what we do. We commentate on these games. We've done it for three years. It's like riding a bike. So these are the ones that feel kind of the most like a blur to me, which is a, a bit of a shame because we had so much damn fun. And again, this was just on the Friday alone. You know, we eventually catch the bus back home. I remember we had uh, time to sit there and wait. Um, we're at the metro, or we're you know we're waiting for the bus, and it's like shit. What's open? We need food. Freaking, there was a Burger King behind us. Screw it. Let's get midnight Burger King in Finland. Fucking delicious. You can get this thing called a King Box. It has um like these spicy cheese bites, mozzarella sticks, and chicken nuggets all in a box for like four bucks. Can't beat it. And somehow, some way, Burger King in Finland knocks the crap out of most fast food here in the U.S. because of course it does but that was the Friday definitely just highlighted by the fact that it's like we finally got to do that right like we finally got to have that particular broadcast as as awesome as that was and it led into Saturday which did have quite a bit of rain that we were hoping would clear up and by the time Saturday's broadcast came around it did clear up for the most part um, we do think Sin picked up a little bit of a cold uh, because, again, we're on the second story. There was a, it was you know a bit wet still. The wind was picking up, and we think the Californian wasn't really used to that weather. Where for me, it was like just any other Friday or Saturday. So Sin picked up a little bit of a cold at that point. But yeah, it was just man, the, the broadcasts were awesome, right? Like it was funny because Friday was the, and if you watch the broadcast, I thank you, but like Friday was the day that uh, we got to do the interview, and of course, uh, H-Red's one of their one of their players by the name of King of Apes, and uh, I feel like that's just his way of being like, hey, my gamertag's King Kong, because the dude's like 6'8". Um, so as much as people are like, man, Tookie, you make Sin look short, like this guy makes me look short. You know, I say it all the time, and I when you're 6'2 or higher, but you're really like 6'2 and a half, you just say 6'2". Because you don't want to sound like a douche. Like, I don't like saying, oh, I'm 6'2 and a half. Almost 6'3. Like, it's, I'm 6'2. Um, the fucking guy made me look so goddamn short. But it was awesome, man, because it ended up being a 3-1 series lead for H-Reds. It went to Game 7 overtime. Unfortunately, in Game 7, EA EA'd. And uh, there was a horrible goal that, you know, really helped force the overtime. But... I mean, that was kind of the dream, right? Like, you get to you get to go to a different country to commentate these games in person, and it goes to Game 7 overtime of a championship. You can't ask for anything better. And, you know, it was awesome, too, over the course of the two days of the event. Sin and I both got to meet so many players, not just those on H-Reds and Sao Esports, who were the two teams in the championship, but there were plenty of other players there that weren't involved in the games being played that stopped by to either check out the event, meet Cinerai, or both. Um, and that was that was awesome, you know, because that was one of the things about the trip where Sin and I are like, man, it's, it's going to be great to meet the 12 dudes who are actually playing, but it kind of sucks, like, you know, we can only meet so many people, and then to have so many people show up. Like, I got to meet Eki in person uh, finally, and there were other people, and I hate to start naming people because if I forget anybody, um, but God, the, the likes of uh, Lightning, Pika Roger, Sadapoika, like, there were so many people that showed up just to kind of hang out. It was cool as fuck, man. So, so cool. And I can't uh, thank the players enough who, all of them, like, I, I, 
like to think Sin and I don't have egos, but my God, did they kind of, you know, really appeal to the to the egos that might be there, just so appreciative and hoping that we come back and, and thankful for the work that we've put in over the past couple of years, and that meant the absolute world to both Sin and I. It really did. I had the ability to kind of hang out and talk to the players a little bit more than Sin did, uh, particularly on the Saturday night into Sunday morning, uh, because Sin, the fucking Tinder bumble fiend <laughs> that he is, might, he's still in Finland at the time of recording, and he might not come back home without a wife, or he might immediately move back uh, over to Finland for the sake of a wife, um, which, you know, it's it's one of those things where it was just, you know, I, I, I bust his balls about it, but it was, uh, it's cool, man. He's been having the time of his fucking life over there, just meeting really cool people and just experiencing essentially everything that Finland has to offer. So it was really cool. Like he got to, uh, he almost left his laptop at the event. So I had to grab his laptop for him. I'm sitting here talking to the players and I'm like, oh yeah, I got, to, they're like, what the hell's in the bag? It's Sin's laptop. He forgot it because he went to go meet his wife. So <laughs> we ended up finding Sin at like two in the morning, give him his laptop. He looks at me like I just saved his life. It was hilarious. Um, just a really, just such a surreal experience. And then the Sunday, we didn't end up having any games to do. Um, Sin stayed home because, again, he thought, oh, I might be getting sick and I don't want to, you know, make anybody else sick or even have a cold. But I got to go hang out, watch a bunch of the street hockey. Um, we kept the, the setup for the competitive sixes there so people could just walk up and play. Um, ended up doing a best of three against Kenu that I, uh, won two to one. I played him a fourth time and he barely won. So we had a two, two split eventually U S versus Finland. We'll see that dramatic fifth game. Um, for anyone who watches the broadcast, you'll know that we're, uh, sponsored by a company by the name of Wilhelm, which is, uh, I mean, God, how the hell do I explain them? Like they have a lot of products in stores such as like sausage links and, and Avenas and such. Um, and they had a food truck at the event, so I got to try that in person. Uh, I got to have this burger that was kind of like a breakfast burger. Like, it had an egg, bacon, some chopped up onions, and like a pork sausage. It was fucking delicious, gotta be honest. So, I was very happy that Wilhelm uh, lived up to the hype levels. Um, and yeah, with, with Sin being sick, I was able to spend a lot of time, and I mentioned all these guys too on Twitter, but with all the staff members behind the scenes at Sports Gamer, and they're all fucking amazing people. They really are so goddamn hardworking, so as good as Sin and I looked on that broadcast, they deserve so much credit because they worked their goddamn asses off, both before, during, and after the broadcast. I helped a lot with the teardown, at least, to help put stuff away, including one of the most like <laughs> and we rented tables from a hotel down the road so we had to put these folded up tables on this like cart thing and the only way i can explain the wheels and like the floor of this cart are like you know those little scooter things that you'd sit on in gym class in like second grade imagine dragging one of those with a couple hundred pounds of weight on it across what might as well have been cobblestone <laughs> so loud and obnoxious i felt so so bad but not nearly as bad as i felt once we were done with teardown because what were we going to go to eat things are starting to close at sunday at nine o'clock so i was told there was one thing that i had to try in finland gotta at least try it once their version of mcdonald's Known as Hesburger. I got their Big Mac equivalent and a strawberry milkshake. And I also got diarrhea. Uh, Hesburger is beyond, it's the definition of mid. Mid might be too good for Hesburger. The burger was like a three or a four. The worst fast food fries I've ever had in my life. And the milkshake, while I'm sure it had less like artificial stuff in it, tasted like the most artificial milkshake I've ever had in my life. Hesburger gets a negative two out of ten. Highly recommend avoiding it. Awful. Um, <laughs> just awful. And then Monday, I got to kind of explore the city a little bit more before I left, you know. And that was really great. We ended up at this Italian place. 
Um, like I said, like the food there, man, it, it's not so much like, oh, get this traditional finished up, but man, Finns eat so well. Like it is similar to kind of what you would expect from any major city in the U.S. or Canada. It's like any flavor, any culture, it's represented there. And in Helsinki, especially, it's done very fucking well. So, yeah, the food in Helsinki was top-notch. Absolutely top-notch. And that leads me to Tuesday, <laughs> which was the day that I went home. Now, again, my, my stay there from Wednesday to Monday was fantastic, even though there was an example on, on Sunday or Monday, was it, where uh, I took the metro station home. I knew what set of escalators I should take to get back to street level, but I took a different one just to see where it led me. Almost got lost. That was a fun time. Um, but, man, I, I I loved it, man. It's a great place. It's a great place. And, you know, I'm sure my opinion is amplified a little bit by the fact that, like, hey, I was paid to be there, you know? Like, I was. Like, it was, it was incredible. So Tuesday swings around. Didn't sleep very well. Slept in like 30-minute increments. Wanted to make sure I didn't oversleep. That's all well and good. Get everything ready. Help clean up the Airbnb. Sin's hanging around for like two hours after I leave. Um, Didn't text girlfriend 24, which was the biggest fucking mistake. Because I didn't want to wake her up, right? It's like 2 a.m. back in the States. I don't want to wake her up. So I didn't text her. Say my goodbyes to Sin. Very romantic. Again, the bus stops right outside, get on the bus, get to Compi, decide not to take the metro, walk through the square one more time, which is now empty. You would have never known an event took place, but it was just very surreal. Get to the big station, Grand Central, get on my train, 30, 40 minutes, I'm at the airport. Get to the airport, get off the metro. Immediately, my suitcase... There was a handle on the bottom to help you, like, lift it into a bin. The handle breaks. Bad omen, perhaps. (laughs) So I rip the handle off, throw it in the trash, whatever. Get through security. All well and good. Try to connect to airport Wi-Fi. Nothing. And I keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. And nothing. Because, of course, there was nothing. And this whole time, I know, Girlfriend24 is going to be awake and just being like, Oh, my God, did he wake up in time? Is he at the airport like he should be? Ten minutes before I get on the flight. I remember, oh yeah, you can connect to airport Wi-Fi, but then you got to go to a browser to say, yes, join network. So I look at my phone, and it's just nothing but phone calls and texts of, oh my god, are you awake? Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Just pure panic. So that was a rough way to start the day. Just that horrible feeling of just knowing that your girlfriend's worried sick about you. And there's no way for you to respond because you make a super, super dumb mistake. Get on the flight. Now, the flight home, because of COVID, because of customs, I made the decision, instead of going from Helsinki to likely London Heathrow and then Heathrow to Boston, I made the decision for what was technically a shorter flight. Helsinki to Chicago, so flying past my destination, and then Chicago to Boston, and then take a bus back from Boston to Maine, same way I got down there. You know, again, I did that too, just because I didn't want to fucking pay for parking, I didn't want anyone to drive me down there, it just would have been a pain, whatever, let's use public transportation. Nine hour flight to Chicago, honestly, not that bad. Food was okay, we were on an older version though of the Airbus. The newer version I flew over on had the ability for you to plug in your phone. This one did not, and that is crucial. I did end up sitting next to this very, very nice guy, probably in his 50s or 60s, has a Norwegian wife, so he goes over to Norway, um, strangely ends up on an earlier flight than his wife, so he's traveling alone, but we got to talk a lot, really nice guy. For the most part, the nine hours, I was bored out of my fucking mind. I read a lot. Um, Just what a boring fucking flight, though. We land in Chicago. My phone has 5% battery because I've been watching, you know, downloaded stuff on Netflix. We get off the plane. 
It took a little bit for them to, you know, kind of park the damn thing for us to get off of the plane. Walk down a staircase or a ramp, whatever. Walk down the longest hallway of all time. Escalators. Go down the escalators and see an incredibly long queue of people. Hmm, well, hopefully it's not that bad. Take a left, super long hallway, the queue goes all the way down. Take a right, super long hallway, the queue goes all the way down. Take a right, the queue goes all the way. Take a left, take a right. Hundreds of people in this customs queue. And there was no separation of traveler and citizen. It took me somewhere between an hour and a half and two hours to get through this customs queue for what amounted to a 20-minute conversation with the agent about what I brought back with me from Finland, and he let me through. Numerous times, the guy that I sat next to on the plane, who ended up a little bit ahead of me because I stopped to go to the bathroom, was like, hey, you want to cut ahead? And I'm like, no, I can't do that to people. But it got to the point where this took so long that we started joking. I'm like, hey, Merry Christmas. And then we saw each other five minutes later, and he's like, yeah, and Happy New Year. Like, it took, it was fucking obnoxious. I don't know if it's because of shortages of staff at the airports or what the hell this was. But I am actively going to try to avoid O'Hare Airport for the rest of my life. At least when it comes to international flights. Fuck you, O'Hare. Never again. So not only am I waiting about two hours in this queue. At this point, I've missed my flight. Because I figured, okay, two hours, that should be enough time to get through customs, get to my gate. I'll have time to grab something to eat. We'll be good to go. No. No, 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 no. Get through customs. Baggage claim. I don't have any checked bags. I have one bag and a backpack with me. It's all well and good. Then I discovered that there was a line to get out of the fucking baggage claim. That took another five minutes. And then we walk through the doors and you're right back at the start of the airport with people who just fucking got there. People were confused because people like me were like, where the fuck's our connecting flights? Oh, you got to go back through everything. Go up the escalator, catch the train. Five minutes, get over to Terminal 3. American Airlines. Double check. Is this flight gone? Yes, it is. Talking to this guy. He says, well, Cody, do you know how to run? How fast can you run? So I have to fucking sprint up to security, go through security, get a dirty look because I didn't take off a wristband and a Fitbit watch. I don't even bother putting my belt back on. I barely had time to put my shoes back on. Thankfully, it didn't cost me anything to switch flights. But I am running through this airport holding up my shorts. Because <laughs> I didn't put my belt back on. Didn't put anything back where it was supposed to be. I get to this gate for this new flight. Chicago to Boston. Group 7. I think it was 6 or 7 of 9 was boarding. Didn't have time to grab a drink. Hadn't eaten in hours. Hadn't had anything to drink in hours didn't have time to do anything didn't have time to charge my phone to let you know girlfriend 24 know what the hell was going on i barely get onto this flight in time i'm thankful that i did because i thought i was going to get stranded in chicago i'm a little bit pissed because i spent the extra 30 dollars on that first flight that i missed for extra legroom as a treat to myself for making it through this trip didn't get the extra legroom on this flight Thank God I do get onto this final flight. They do have, you know, ports so I can charge my phone. I pay 15 bucks for the internet so I can tell people I'm alive. Just an absolute nightmare. Th shout out, by the way, to the, um, to the flight attendants. I said, I had to sprint to get here. Can I have more than just a little cup of water? They gave me a liter bottle of water that was gone in like five minutes. I was dying. Fuck O'Hare Airport. You know, they not only cost me the extra $30 in legroom on the flight, $15 for internet, but then I had to buy a second bus ticket because I missed my original bus as well after missing the flight. So that was another 30 bucks. So O'Hare Airport owes me a good $75. <laughs> and until they elect to pay me that back, I don't think I'll be using O'Hare again anytime soon. But thank God, I end up back in Boston, God's country, New England. 
get to Portland, meet up with girlfriend 24 at like 1.30 in the morning. She's a fucking saint for not making me stay in a hotel. And that pretty much concludes the trip. And then since then, I have I have slept a ton. I have, uh, as much as I slept off the jet lag for Finland, trying to get back to like a North American schedule has not been easy at all. But the trip feels like an absolute blur, like a dream. But it was a dream in a sense. And I talked about that flight anxiety. Had I not gone, it would have been the biggest regret of my life. Like this is... It's very, you know, I often have kind of the, the personal mantra of, like, if I'm anxious about something, it's probably because I'm doing the right thing. And that voice in my head loves to try to hold me back and to say, no, don't do that. Stick, you know, stick to your happy, your safe space, your happy space where, you know, you know what's going to happen here. There's no unknowns here. So I know if I'm feeling that anxious over something, it's the right way to go. And this was absolutely the right way to go. I mean, this is, even if this is the only trip over to Helsinki that ever happens, this was an incredible experience that I'll remember for the rest of my life. Um, you know, everybody was sports gamer. I can't thank them enough. It gave me the opportunity to meet Sin in person. And, you know, he is one of my best friends. Not just from like, oh, an online perspective. Like, he and I could hang out every goddamn weekend. Like, he is that good of a dude. And that was amazing to be able to finally meet up with him. And then, you know, it's funny, that final flight from Chicago to Boston, I didn't even realize that we took off because I was just furiously texting everybody to be like, I'm okay, I'm, I'm making it, it's going to be fine. But aside from that experience uh, with Chicago, which i got to be honest, I mean, before that seven flights, this was flight number eight. I had never had a bad airport experience. I was due. And holy shit, that O'Hare Airport. Uh, try to bend me the hell over as much as they possibly could. But we did make it through. Um, just an, an absolutely incredible experience, for sure, that I'm uh, very, very happy with. And I think, you know, once Sin gets back, I, I could open up, a, like, a podcast question segment to specifically talk about it. For now, I think I've kind of made my point of just, like, how fucking awesome this trip was. Again, I'll have another podcast out tomorrow with Endo or Friday the 24th. Whenever you're listening to this, uh, we'll talk hockey because obviously Sin and I missed the first four games of the Stanley Cup final. Very unfortunate, but it was what it was. Um, And we'll see kind of what happens there. Again, I'll save my hockey thoughts for then, but it's good to be back. I hope you enjoyed this little bonus episode. And uh, fuck Chicago O'Hare Airports. (laughs)